It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hockey fans, my name is Jeffrey Jehu Scott Lavecchio. I'm bringing on my. <laughs> I started thinking about how these are going to start to be live and how ridiculous that's going to get. Anyways, short shifts. I got a question. Tope has no idea what I'm going to ask him or ever. Uh, can't trust this guy. Tope, if you overnight made a wish to a genie and that wish was granted and the wish was you become the head of USA hockey overnight and you can only do three things or you're going to, what, what are your first three things you're going to focus on overnight? Poof. You're the head of USA hockey. Oh, first, wow. First three things you're going to implement. What are we doing? Oh, geez. Oh, this is a big question. Big question. A lot of pressure. Oh my God. Yes. There, there is. This is a big question. Uh, okay. First three things I would do. First three things I would do. Okay. First thing I would do is I would, and again, I don't know what the, you know, where the money goes or how that flows within USA hockey, but I would make it a point to allocate resources to the affiliates better. And I would put, um, paid people in positions at the top of each of the affiliates at USA hockey. So central, you know, um, Pacific, Michigan, Massachusetts, all the different districts I would have. Cause right now, most of those, if not all of those affiliates are ran by volunteers. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of the problems that people talk about with USA hockey isn't necessarily at the governing body level. It's at the affiliate levels. Like, I don't know about you, but like, I hear of like, oh my God, like these places are so corrupt and the people who are running these affiliates are so corrupt and they bend over backwards for certain teams and they're in the pockets of others and yada, yada, yada. Like, I think, I think to do it right, you have to invest more money in people at those levels, not necessarily the national level, but at the affiliate levels in each of those districts. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, you know, putting really good hockey people and really good administrative people who that's their job, like their job is to run those affiliates rather than for, for the listeners who don't know what you mean by run they're running the affiliates what do these people at this level do they're doing the coaching education they're enforcing the rules that the affiliates put on because that's like a lot of the complaining that i hear from people is like there's these recruiting rules in place and there's these game rules in place in some places but they're not being enforced like nobody nobody wants to enforce them and uh, like because they might have somebody you know in their back pocket or somebody they're in somebody's back pocket let me sit 
say it that way. So like, like those people need to enforce the rules. Those people, I think just being boots on the ground, like going to different organizations and, and putting in some more work. Now they do have the ADM people and the hockey development people that do that on a smaller scale, but there's like one person for each region or maybe two people for each region. Right. So we need more of that. And so I think having another paid position at those affiliates would really help for those affiliates to function a lot better, enforce the rules that are in place, make better rules <laughs> too, in a lot of, in a lot of instances and just investing more rather than at the, head governing national level, investing more in people at those district levels. Yeah. Makes sense. Put people who are in charge of other people, you know, make sure that they're qualified and, and well, uh, motivated through it being an actually salaried position and things like that. So they're going to do out, go out and do a great job and it's going to trickle downwards you know, and it's their job. Like it's their, it's right. what they get paid to do. It's what they right. do They're all day, every day, rather yeah. than having another job yeah. and then being thrown into the fire that these people have to deal with because youth hockey is insane. Right. Gotcha. And so yeah. investing okay. more in the affiliates, I think with, from a, from a resources and a people standpoint, I think would be good. Uh, okay. I have another one. Let's see. What else can we do? Um, okay. I would get rid of the at large bid for nationals. Oh, I would get rid of the at-large bids for nationals. Um, and the reason I would do that is because it makes people insane, not just at the tier one level, but at the tier two level to make sure that they have the best strength of schedule, you know, on my hockey uh, rankings. So then now they're going to be ranked higher in the country. So like now they can get one of those at-large bids to go to. No, if you want to go to nationals, win your district. Right. Yeah. Win your district and then you can go to nationals. Like yeah. earn it. <laughs> Obviously, if you're, you know, winning throughout the year, you're kind of earning it too. But just the craziness that comes with the scheduling, like that's like part of the reason why so many people travel so much to try to find games of like these this insane competition. So their strength of schedule on my hockey rankings could be good. So they'll have an opportunity to be an at-large bid for nationals. That's just ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I would get rid of the at-large bid for nationals or bids for nationals. When you reach, like if you want to go to nationals, earn it by winning your region, winning your state championship, winning your district championship. That's how it was when we grew up. Right. Yeah. That's how it was when we grew up. Like we had to win states in Illinois and then we had to beat you guys in St. Louis and Wisconsin uh, to, to go to nationals in the districts. Right. Right. So you would do that. Every level, even midget, major, or whatever, U18. Well, you don't have nationals like until Bantams. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't matter underneath Bantams. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we got, we got one district level, two, get rid of at large bids. What's number, number three? You got a third one? Oh, God. I only get three. So I want to make sure that this is like important. Um, I think. I don't know if I would do this, but like drawing lines in districts. And if you are in part of this community, you play for that program. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. Like, but there are some downside to that, I think too, because if your community isn't, you know, doing a good job, like I still believe in the community model though, like look at Minnesota. But like, if I, if I tried to mandate that, I would get skewered, (laughs) absolutely skewered. But finding a way to like really like 
you know, do, do something you... about the recruiting in youth, like youth hockey is about recruiting now. It's not about development. And so finding, finding a way to either draw lines and you got to play for this, or maybe you have like a two person exception for each, you know, for each team. I know Illinois, they have a rule where like, um, you know, at different age groups, you can only have so many people from outside the organization come into your team. Like, I think it's like two at squirts, three at peewees, four at bantams or something like that. Everybody else has to be, you know, um, from your organization from the year before. So like little, little things like that, I think could help the recruiting side of things. Um, I think I would move the, um, the select festivals where they bring the top 200 people. Um, I would move that to December instead of in the summer because we're trying to promote multi-sport athletes than unisport, unisport athletes. And I don't care. Like if you're missing your best two players in December for a weekend, like just take that weekend off. Like if a coach wants to bitch that, like, I don't get that player for that week, who cares? Like, wow. Do it in December, do it in November, do it during the hockey season. Wow. I couldn't love that one anymore. I couldn't love that one anymore. I love that. (laughs) That is so, because like, you know, as a player, like midsummer is like weird, you know, you're not really skating that much. A lot of players or maybe, you know, they weren't when we were playing. And then it's just, it's just weird that you promote not playing that much in the summer. And then you're like, most biggest important thing. camps are in July. Yeah, like, man. Put your money where your mouth is. I love that. And then, and I'm always... sure there's ways of like, my thinking is dumb or whatever, but I, and there's reasons that they don't do it, but I, they should. Yeah, that's a, that one, especially because you, you as a college scout coming from that end, you were like, it's like, yeah, we go and watch, but also yeah, summer is, hockey sucks. It's summer hockey. It's not. And yeah. none of you guys really have played with each other, you know, with the way they do it now. And so like, you're not really getting the most accurate type of reading. So, I mean, for me, that's, I've loved that one. That's okay. What, and yeah. then we only have like 30 or so seconds left. So uh, I've been thinking about this as you were talking, like, the other thing is like, and I know they try to do this. USA hockey tries to do this, but creating buy-in to make change is so important. Like you can't just mandate stuff. Mm. You have to talk to the affiliates. You have to talk to the different stakeholders in different parts of the country. So if you do want to make some of these sweeping changes, like you have to build a buy-in for it before you can do that. I think like USA hockey, particularly with like the cross ice hockey and the might stuff like it came down top down mandate. You have to do this or else that was kind of like the vibe. Like you have to create a coalition and really like get people on board and, and, and sell them on why this stuff is, is important and kind of go from there. So I think just like bringing people together to do that is important. So, whoa, 10 minutes. We could do a little episode on this, but share the show. uh, show. Ahead of USA hockey.